Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. Welcome to the Doc G Show, everyone. I am your host, Dr. Gisef, with me, co-hosting, as always, the one, the only, Justin Virgin Bat Evangelista. What up, listeners? It's me, ya boy. It is. It is you. The other co-pilot seat, always hosted by Dave Burles Berlin. Not there, I'm sorry to say, listeners. He has some pressing issues, much more important than our show, sadly. But I'm not going to give you a fake reason of why he's not there, because I have more important things, Justin, to talk about. We'll miss you, Dave. We will. Justin, how's the week been going for you so far? Hmm. Well, it's been going good, man. Just uh, chilling, taking the day by day. How about you? I like it. I like it. Well, I have had some interesting events happen. Say what? Um, What's up? What's up? I bought a... Did you get hit by a car again? I didn't get hit by a car again. Well, that's right, That's right, listeners. I've been hit by a car, and I survived. <laughs> Uh, and he is the most nonchalant person about. <laughs> Maybe I should do a monologue <laughs> at some point about getting hit by the car because right. that that if was you're looking. <laughs> that was a good. That was a well. I mean, it wasn't good, but nope. it ended up good because yeah. nothing really happened to me. But mm. anyways, no, I did not get hit by another car. I bought a giant sequoia tree. This weekend, Sweet. yeah, wow, yeah. Where do you where do you plan on planting it? In my Keeping yard, it? in know. my yard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you do you know the giant sequoia, Justin? Um, I'm I'm pretty sure those are massive trees. Massive trees. These trees these trees can grow up to 280 feet tall. Thirty. Dude, what are you doing? Thirty what feet in diameter, and they What's can be. What's the end goal? To have a tree that will outlive me by thousands of years. Oh, Very exciting. Geez. Very exciting. But that's not actually the point of this this story. No. Hmm. The point is, I Googled to buy a giant sequoia, right? I just put in giant sequoia, buy. And one of the first options was Hammaker and Schlammer. Hmm. Have you ever checked out oh, this catalog? Oh, isn't that the, uh, that's the uh, Jewish catalog, right? What? I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's religious leanings. I think it's leanings. like Hammaker Schlemmer? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Okay. I only know about it because it was like mentioned on the office like once. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, it's sort of yeah, but it's like Sky Mall. Yes, exactly. Like there like you go. It's that's exactly what I was going with it. It's it's basically the non-flying version of Sky Mall. Yes. That's right. Yes. So I went ahead and I pur- purchased my tree from the Hammaker and Schlammer, and then. I started checking out what they ha- else had they had to offer, right? You know, I wanted Ooh, to see. Did you go down a rabbit hole? A little bit, right? So I'm looking through their gadgets because that's you know mainly what they have gadgets, right? And I mm-hmm. I came across something that really made me stop and wonder. Hmm. Um, in the catalog, they offer four different types of submarines on their website that are at least one point five million. Dollars. Wow. Four. Oh, dude, you got the money. Submarines. 
that they offer in this magazine that should really cater itself to Secret Santa gifts for Christmas parties. That's really <laughs> all that thing is for. And yet, that's a fact. I mean, I wish we could call Mr. Hammaker or Mr. Schlammer or maybe a conference call with both of them and ask them ser- <laughs> seriously how many people have purchased a submarine from you guys. I mean, think about this. What type of millionaire is sitting around and wondering where they could purchase their own personal submarine, and then they turn to this catalog, and they're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Normally, people turn to this catalog for foot massager that also can email a friend and change the channel on their TV. But apparently, there's someone out there that sees this catalog and says, yeah, $2 million submarine? Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> I wish we could do a comprehensive survey on the whole U.S. and see who is actively debating whether or not they should buy a submarine from Hammaker and Schlammer. I mean, where, where do you even get that thing serviced? Because you're not... I have no idea. You have to be a coastal city, though. You have to be. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not calling up the fellas at the catalog and be like, hey, you guys got a service department? Like, you go down, and Mr. Schlammer is down there in his coveralls. Well, Ben, I found out what your problem is. Right thruster jet intake had some seaweed in it. We got that fixed up. (laughs) Don't worry. You'll be out there looking for mermaids in no time, right? That's not happening. They don't have that. And Now, some people may say that me, Doc G, I'm not good with money. Hmm. And those people would be correct. But I've got to (laughs) say, I don't think... I'd buy the submarine if I had $2 million. But if I had like $5 million, I, I, think, I think I'm getting that submarine. I think yeah, I am. You, you need to have at least some, some leeway. So true. Know? Exactly. You got to have a little bit. But if I got it, I'm going, I'm going submarine. Yes! I'm going submarine. Yes! You know? Do it, man. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I do have some good news. What's up? You know what's available everywhere and not just in the Hammaker and Schlammer catalog? Hmm. What is it? It's the Doc G Show. Oh. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. And for the low, low cost of an hour or so of your time, you will be provided with useless, sometimes moderately funny information. That's right. We're here. We're here to provide that. Justin, are you ready to fire up the show? Hmm. Let's fire it up. Let's do it. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Okay. All right, Justin. We have got a good one today. Uh, No guest. It's just me and you chatting it out on the show. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, it is. That's okay. That's okay. No, we've got some good segments. I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about it. We're going to start off with Birthday Suit, and we obviously do... Uh, aside from the segments, great music. We got some music from Band of Heathens. We got some mu- yeah. music from Travers Brothership. We got some okay. good tunes. I'm very excited. about. Oh, and Fat Tony as well. Forgot about Fat Tony's jam. Nice. Yeah. Okay, let's fire it up with a birthday suit here. Hit me. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Born on October 24th, 1986. In Ontario, Hmm. Toronto, Ontario. Hmm. Our birthday suit's father was a drummer. Our birthday suit wearer's mom was an English teacher. 
Our birthday suit wear displayed a strong aptitude for the fine arts in high school, but dropped out before he could graduate. At the age of 15, our birthday suit wearer got a role on a Canadian TV show called Degrassi, The Next Generation. Wait, what? While acting, our birthday suit wearer became inspired by Jay-Z and decided to start rapping. Oh, my God. It's Dr- it's Aubrey. It is Aubrey Graham. There it is. Mr. Drake, as he's I known. I had to make sure, but I knew it from the Degrassi, but I just had to make sure. Repping the six, everyone. It is... He's the six god. It is his birthday. Yeah. He is turning the big nice. three-two... Obviously, his first album, Thank Me Later, came out in 2010, went on to release Take Care, Nothing Was the Same, Views, and a very good, very, in my opinion, might be his best, I think, Scorpion. Very good. Scorpion, you like Scorpion? I like a lot of the songs, man. I like a lot of the songs. I mean... I do like, I, I like Take Care. Take Care was like one that just sold me on like... He, he really got in his, his his emo rap sort of then, you know. That was yeah, his real feels there. That was. I'm just an emotional guy. You know, I mean, I, God's plan though on Scorpion. That's a good jam. Yes. That's a good jam. Yes, sir. I yes, like sir. it. Well, nonstop. That's a good one. That too. is nonstop. Is very good. Uh, Drake, party it up. I'm sure um, you have the funds to do it. Okay, Justin, you ready? Rip from the headlines. Come on, man. Let's freaking rip it. Let's get it, man. And now, the news. Um, hey, you remember last week how I had four solid stories about some ridiculous domestic assault? Hmm. Yes, yes. I was about to say domestic violence, yes. I'm going to yeah. raise the bar with another domestic violence story. And Dude, what's wrong with you? Sh- Why do you like these stories? Shockingly, I think this one's worse no, than, than all what? the uh, I think this one's worse than all the, the other four. So, Helen Washington. Helen Washington, okay. 75-year-old grandma who oh my who lives in Minnesota is uh, hanging out at her house with her grandson. The grandson decides I would like some tea. Sweet. So he gets a teacup and (laughs) pours some tea. Starts drinking. Helen was like, hey, grandson, I don't want any tea spots on my furniture. That's right. And uh, you need to keep that cup off my furniture. Grandson didn't didn't listen. Didn't listen. Girl, come on. She said, did you hear me? Nope. Nothing. So she got up, snatched tea out of his hands, poured it down the sink, and went to her room. When she got back to uh, the living room, her grandson had got another cup of tea and had it on the furniture. Helen had a solution for this. She pulled out her 38 and shot her grandson in Why? the leg. What? <laughs> what is happening? What? While being arrested, the police complaint says Washington told the officers that she didn't think she would go to jail and asked them where the bullet had hit her grandson. What? What? A little P- what? A little PSA to everyone out there. If you shoot someone in the leg over a cup of tea, odds are you're going to jail. So true. Very, very good chance. Even if it's... That is crazy. Even if you think you're just giving your grandson grandson 
some tough love, you're still going to jail. You do. just don't ever put tea on her furniture. <laughs> this is what happened. That's she warned everyone. Serious, man. I mean, my grandma could be everyone. stern, but not shoot you in the leg stern. Nope. I mean, that's goodness, man. That is crazy. Watch out for Helen Washington. Thank God that's not my grandma. Yeah, well, honestly, maybe I would mess around with her and troll her, put like Oof. a bunch of stuff on her furniture, see what, what how far that would get me. You'd end up with a gimp leg for life, that's for sure. Probably. Oh, all right, uh, Justin, in most of the areas outside of uh, Florida, it's getting a little chilly, man. Uh, yeah, honestly, it was uh, chilly on Sunday, man. It was. It was a little chilly, and uh, I liked it. I liked. I it. mean, I saw this week. I was I was flipping through sometimes when I've got a a, a slow day. I'll I'll flip yeah. through my weather Word. on on the iPhone and just see a couple of other cities. Boston, yeah, twenty eight was a low this week, and I said <sighs> no, thank you. That's what I say to twenty eight. No. Are you? No, thank do you, you like the cold weather? No, now? no. Dang. That's why I went. You have all that. You have all that hair to protect you. That's though. true. It does. It does help, and that's one of the reasons. But I am not. I mean, you know, that's why I came to Florida, man. That's, uh, mm, no. Well, uh, Justin, there's a company out there that's looking to compensate uh, for these cold temps to give us a product that will help us for these cold temps. Hmm. What is it? The Nose Warmer Company is now releasing what you may have expected from the Nose Warmer Company. Nose Warmers. Oh, come on! If I may nice, say okay. so, these look... Enlighten me. ...really dumb. Oh. They oh, look okay. <laughs> really dumb. It basically... I thought they would be cool. I don't know. No. Nope. It basically looks like a surgical mask strictly for your nose. So true. That's what really? it looks like. Huh? The, the warmers even come in different fabrics. Fleece. Why the nose? Wool. Faux fur. Yeah. Yeah, with a variety of different prints. They cost a mere... I've never even heard that. A mere $7.50. Mere $7.50. Um, okay. I, I've got to say, the nose warmer company don't nose fashion. Huh? Uh, huh? I don't know jokes. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Next one. Justin. We'll try again. <laughs> will or will you not wear a nose warmer ever in your life? Give it to me straight. Depends, man. Depends. I mean, you can get it in different fabrics and different designs. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It, well, I, I will go ahead and say, and you've seen me uh, multiple times out on the town. You know... I don't know fashion. So true. You're pretty well aware of this. Um, I, no, you do know fashion, wait, man. I, I basically wear fitness gear everywhere. That's pretty much what I wear. Um, you do have a nice Jordan collection. I do. I keep my J's fresh. That's but fact. at the same time, I will say I don't really know when a fashion, fashion trend will catch, you know? Like, for instance, when Lululemon decided to make all those crazy 37 strap tank tops with the backs all open for the ladies like if you, you love it well if you would have showed me that and been like <laughs> hey this is gonna be a, a hot seller i'd be like you're stupid that's not gonna sell anything so you know with well, this what it did. yeah exactly with this nose warmer i'm i'm saying it's stupid but who knows we could be walking around next year and everybody looking like they're trying to be a a I don't know a ninja turtle. What? I don't. I don't know what something. Something. I, I don't know what it makes them. But Justin, I think you may be aware 
marijuana has been legal in Canada now for a week. Say what? I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah. No, I just you just told me. Yeah, so man. This is news to me. Yeah. That's Real quick. Now, this is going to be trivia. Here you go. $20 if you can tell me the other country in the world that has legal, full legal recreational marijuana. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say um, Switzerland. Uruguay. Wait, what? What? Uruguay. Yes. Yes. Who cares? Now, do you want the deets, though, on the new Canadian law? Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me with okay. those. Okay. You're illegally allowed to carry up to 30 grams on your person, and each household is allowed to grow four plants. Word. I'd really like to know how they came up with these specifics. Like, that's... It has, there has to I don't know. I mean, was there a meeting where the guys were like, I think there should be uh, two plants, two plants per household. Another guy was like, uh, five. They are like, want to call it four? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> like, All right, yeah, we'll, we'll meet in the middle. Like, I mean, what kind of science went into either of these values? Because I'm thinking there wasn't too much science. I just I just think there wasn't. And like, what, Probably if, not. what if you have a party and you want everyone to enjoy in this new legal product? And you have more than 30 grams, like, I feel like uh, you'll be arrested. So true. Um, and uh, that like that doesn't happen with alcohol. Nope. In a legal area where true, you have alcohol. True, so true, true. I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not sure how that works. But apparently in the week uh, that they've had legal marijuana, they're already experiencing shortage of supplies. You know what? Wow. Ca- wow. Canadians are gobbling Surprising. up the ganja. They are <laughs> gobbling up the ganja. So uh, just in case you wanted to know, that's how it's going so far. Nothing else has happened on the uh, front of uh, legalized marijuana. Justin, from Canada to China we go. Wow, what a switch. What a switch. These China folks, though, they're ahead of the game, man. Yes! Um, they always are. So the folks over at Chengdu... Or Chengdu, Chengdu Aerospace Science Institute and Microelectronic Systems Research Institute Jeez. announced at a conference that they plan to launch a fake moon Wait, what? into the Earth's atmosphere by 2020. Why? A fake moon. Now, what, what, what's the point? Now, listeners at home, you're probably along with Justin saying. Why? Why a fake moon? Yeah! Seems very odd. Well, you would be correct. It's very odd. But it also saves energy and saves money. Oh. The Chengdu aerospace officials say putting a fake moon in space could actually end up being cheaper than paying for all of the streetlights. They would end up saving over a billion dollars in only a year's time. Oh, so this fake moon would just illuminate... It's eight times brighter than the irregular moon. How do you do that? uh, Basically, you throw a mirror up into orbit, and you have to have a stationary orbit. I'm not exactly sure how the stationary orbit works, Hmm. but uh, there's a lot of physics involved. Uh, USSR tried it a couple uh, years back, and by a couple, I mean 25 years back, um, and uh, they failed. Yes! Actually, I guess by that time it was Russia. No, it was 90. I'm sorry, I got my year wrong. 
They sent it up, and uh, it stayed up there for like uh, two days, and then it burned up in the atmosphere. Hmm. So it's it's pretty difficult. Um, but I feel like I would say so. I feel like these guys they're they're gonna make it happen. Now the only thing that you got to worry about, right? Um, what if it goes out of orbit? Well, that's a that's that's a problem. But the the yes. thing that I was gonna bring up, um, and that they they tried to address, was that it could affect some animals' routines. You know, oh, true, yeah. true, true, because it's an artifi- it's artificial, right? Now, so for I mean. for for instance, uh, moss, moss use transverse orientation for navigation. Word. Mm-hmm. With China's new fake moon, Justin, are all moss going to die due to the Chinese? Hmm. Probably, dude. It's, Probably. I mean, we need to find this answer, and I think the Chengdu Aerospace Institute needs needs to give us some answers. But I like Scary the stuff, I, man, I like the cool. idea. That seems like a super science fiction deal. You walking in yeah. to into your city, and there's just like seven fake moons up in the in the sky. That's pretty wild. That. It's just crazy. Like I can't think of like an artificial celestial body. I know. You know what I mean? It's wild, man. It's wild. That's nuts. That's cool though. It's cool to think about. Justin, we have some weird people in Florida, am I right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. There's a couple of oddballs around the state, but we're not as weird as Arkansas. I feel confident in saying that after reading this headline from Arkansas. Are you ready for the headline? Hmm. Yo, hit me. Arkansas woman wearing cow costume arrested for shoplifting tells officer, suck a pink cow udder. Word. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Th- what? That's the headline. What? That's it. I didn't... Suck a... A pink cow udder. Suck a pink cow udder. Word. I didn't even have to read the rest of the article. I was Why? like, that's enough for me. That's enough. What's wrong nope. with her? Oh, no. I didn't even look. I don't know. I don't know. I know she shoplifted. But that's a headline. And, and I know she told an officer to suck a pink cow udder. That's what I know. Uh, moving on. Heather and Clark Insminger had an interesting day last week. Uh, Heather described their day as incredible, unbelievable, Surreal. You have already asked what their day was. Well, let me tell you. They went to all six Disney theme parks. Glam. Like six. Oh, wow. Because I know there's one in there's one yeah. in Asia. Yeah. I'm, no, 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 no. Just the just the United States ones. Just oh, the just United, in the United States? Yeah. Okay. And I'm with you. Who knew that there were six Disney theme parks? Yeah, I thought there was like maybe just two. Well, so, okay. So you've got... Disney Hollywood Studios. You've got oh, Di- I-, I thought you meant Walt Disney World. Sorry. Okay. Now. Okay. Yeah. There's six. I think. Yeah. Right? So you've got Animal-, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. You've got Magic Kingdom. You've got Epcot. Yes. And then okay. you've got a flight to California. And you've got Disney California Adventure Park. And then Disneyland. Ah, yeah. Okay. And they went to all six of them in one day. In one day. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know why? You they could do that because of that time difference, man. In California, they 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 travel back in time and buy five hours back. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. That sounds like a horrible day. Yes. That sounds kinda. I think so, man. I would think so. I mean, and I'm gonna guess. I'm pretty positive. You've been to a couple of these parks, right? 
Oh, dude, definitely, man. It's the something you do with your with your uh, your loved one, your significant other. Oh, I've never been to one of these parks. Hmm. And, oh, and and aside from the Animal Kingdom, what does that? I, tell I'm not everyone? too interested <laughs> in going to any of these. Honestly, Animal Kingdom is probably my favorite, just because like it's interact, not interactive. Because I mean, each park's interactive. Yeah, but it's the animals. Justin, does does me not wanting to go to any of these other parks make me a horrible person? Hmm. No, man, okay. just go to Animal Kingdom. Okay, it's good, cool. good, good. Um, I I mean, I just I just yeah, I just don't think it'd be fun just <laughs> through six parks just to you know. No, thank you. No, thank you, Justin. Uh, last story, very interesting story here. Uh, and I'll go ahead and uh, alert the producers. Get the censors ready for when I quote. Yes! Get the censors ready. Yes! Just, Get the censors ready. Justin, this past week, Christopher Foley uh, had to appear in court in England for an incident that occurred June 5th this past summer. Hmm. Apparently, he climbed onto the roof of a building, took his trousers and pants down, and then started mimicking sex acts on the roof. Wait, what? Someone called the police to let them know what Christopher was doing uh, on the roof, and it ended up being a 45-hour standoff with the police. Wow. With, Where was I when, when this was happening? With more than 100 officers used and over $24,000 in police salary and use of technology to try and get Chris down. Jeez. Apparently, at one point, Christopher told the cops, here we go, censors on. Censor uh, it. If any of you yeah. get uh, come up here, I'll smash a brick over your head so hard you'll be licking your own. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. That's most likely not gonna make the cops happy. Nope. I just gotta be honest. Right. You're sort of provoking <laughs> them, Chris. You're provoking them a little bit with that. But at the same time. I'm pretty sure there's a better way to use $24,000 than to try to get this guy off the roof. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I feel like if you told the whole uh, neighborhood that he was in doing this at, they were like, hey, uh, this guy, um, we could get him off the roof, but it's going to take $24,000. They're like, we'll take the $24,000. Why did it cost that much? Well, That's my question. Well, 100 officers. 100 officers, 45 hours. They were rotating in and out like, hey, get off the roof. I mean, I feel... I would just make a run for it. I feel, I feel like, you know, I mean, in the wild, right, when they've got, when they've got like, a, a tiger loose from the, from the zoo, they shoot him with a tranquilizer dart. Why couldn't we shoot Christopher with a tranquilizer dart? Is that frowned upon? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean... I feel like that's frowned upon. Yeah. But, I mean, that would but seem... I feel like it's sensible. It would save twenty four thousand dollars or so. Right. Also, uh, get that bullet trank. Also mentioned in the uh, story, which I found very interesting, he said that he had taken fifty seven sleeping pills and had been drinking before this incident. How was he That's still scary. awake 
with 50. He's a machine. Apparently. Machine. Uh, I feel like there had to be something. That's why the cops didn't want to mess with him. <laughs> Apparently, They didn't man. know what they were going to get their hand, hand, hand self into. I don't know, but he's he's got six months in prison for that. Uh, and, and apparently some other only? fines and whatnot. Yes. Yes, only six months. Uh, Justin. Let's take a break. Yo. Let's take a break. Right, Let's man. listen to Travers Brothership. The fellas, they're getting ready to release a new album. They're having an album release party, 1123, nice. at the nice. Pixa Brewing Company, sort of their hometown there in Asheville, North Carolina. So anybody in the Nashville region, or not Nashville, Asheville, geez, OPs, Asheville, North That's Carolina, right. uh, you need to get over there to the Pixa Brewing Company See their release party. It's going to be a big album. Uh, but since oh, they nice. haven't released any new stuff, we're going to take a we're going to take a trip back to their most recent album, A Way to Survive, right here on the Doc G show.
we are back on the Doc G Show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Justin. Check out the freaking podcast. It's free. It's That's lovely. Back. And I got to say, we've been, we've been, uh, people have been checking it out, Justin. I think they're taking your recommendation. Sweet. I think. Yeah, man. You got to be, you got to be very aggressive with it. We've, we've had some up in numbers. I've been happy. We've, we've had. Didn't I threaten them with d- last week or I something? I think it got a little extreme. Yes! I think you, yeah. I think you got a little crazy on it, but. You got to push the card. You got to pull that card out sometimes. It's a risky card to play, but. When you play it and it works, yeah, it works I mean, wonders. you know, we had so. I mean, shout out to North Charleston. We had a lot of listens there. Shout out to Chicago. A lot of listens there. Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha. Yeah, Denver. Got a lot from there as well. Wow. Ponte Vedra, wow, fairly nice close city. to us. Thanks, Ponte Vedra. Let's go. Dallas, Let's go. Dallas, Texas, also a shout-out. Los Angeles, we, we give a shout-out there. Um, probably LeBron James would be my guest. Yeah. Uh, may, um, most likely. Maybe Rondo. Likely. He's got a, more time on his hands thanks to that fight. Maybe Rondo and Ingram. And Ingram. Lithonia, Georgia. Got three from there. Uh, that was nice. Lithonia. Yeah, they came in. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. It's a speech impediment. A little bit. That's how it got named. Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> Anchorage. Wow. Dude. Dude, our city that we like to bring up their crazy, wacky news stories. Lakeland, Florida. They were giving wow. us some lessons. Thank you, Lakeland. Thank you. Because we were putting them on the map. Yeah. Pine National Forest, Colorado. I don't even know where that is, but all those places. Thank you for listening. Please keep listening. We appreciate it. Very, very fantastic. All right, Justin. Are you ready for the next birthday suit? Hmm. Always. Very nice. Uh, our birthday suit wearer, born October 24th, 1994. Nashville, Tennessee. And yes, I meant to say Nashville this time. Oh. Our birthday suit wearer at a young age, very interested in sports. He played football and track and field in high school. He recorded a personal best time of 10 Point five in the 100 meter dash, 21.44 in the 200 meter dash, 48.02 in the 400, and jeez, record, jeez. recorded a high jump at 6.8. Jeez, the tr- God. the triple jump at 47.7 and long jump of 25 three inches. Uh, and decided to take a scholarship to Florida State for football. But he also competed in track and field while at Florida State. He played three football seasons with Florida State for before declaring for the NFL draft. Hmm. He was drafted, selected in 2016, fifth overall by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, it's Jalen. Oh, my God. It is Jalen. I love, I love Jalen. J- but, hey, man, we are going through a rough patch right now, and hopefully the, we can... We can get ourselves a dub before the bye, man. You know what? I definitely, though, give Jalen Ramsey credit. You know, he came out. Yeah. He talked a lot of smack at the beginning of the season. They're not playing That's that where, well. They're not playing that well. And he was like, you know what? No more smack talk. 
You know what? I can't. What an athlete. Holy crap. I did not know that about Right? Him. I had to mention those numbers because when I was looking him up, Can I was like. Go again? Yeah. 10.5 in the 100 meters. So that's, I mean, Jeez. that's that's world class speed right there. He could compete. Exactly. He could compete for the 100 meters. And he's a big boy. I mean, I know he wasn't that big in high school, but now he's big. I wonder how fast he is now. Probably. Well, then, then I mean, sub. Sub fifty for the four hundred. I mean, that's a whole different ball game. And then six eight. What in 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 the high jump? I mean, that's eight inches taller than he is. I mean, good lord. And he's still the 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 long jump. By the way, is still a state record. That's right. To this day, as far as as far as uh, Florida, if you want to look up the. Uh, the 4A results, I think it was, state record, man. Crazy. Dang, man, that's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Hopefully the season gets better for him and you, Justin. And Let's you. hope so, man. That's why I went to the gym today, man. Freaking was stressing all all this popcorn and all this food. Oh, man. At the, at the, at, at the stadium on Sunday. Well, oh. happy birthday 24 for, for Jalen. 24, man. Happy freaking birthday. All right, Justin. King Ramsey. King Ramsey. Justin, after I was submarine shopping earlier this week, uh, I I started thinking about different submarines all over the country. I I went into a submarine once. Huh? Uh, I have to say, not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. Really? Yeah, well, you know, it wasn't actually uh, moving. You know, it was docked. Oh, it was just like, yeah. And I went in. Was it like a tour or something mm -hmm. like that? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna re- me personally I'm gonna require less water and more windows than submarines are allowed. Yes! Uh, I <laughs> I can't really go with that. Um, but naturally, when I thought about this, I started thinking also about a segment we do on the show called "Why Would You Review That." Hmm. Justin, I think for the most part, a person knows what they're getting into when they visit a submarine historical site. That's a fact. There's no need to review that. Nope. But people what? still did. So it, What's the point? In this installment of Why Would You Review That, we are going to look at reviews of different submarine historical sites around the country. And, of course, <laughs> look for the one-star reviews. Sweet. So, our first review is from Patriots Point Naval and Maritime Museum in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Nice. This is where they have the submarine USS Clamagore. Uh, USS Clamagore. Clamagore. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so this is from Russell Amy. Uh, gave it a one-star review. Quote, after finally realizing the $95 to, pay, uh, to play 18 was not a joke, I was welcomed with a bad attitude pushy guy who rides around yelling at you to stay on the cart path what? when it's 90 degrees, followed <laughs> by the bumpiest fairway since Tiger Woods played on the moon. Huh? Oh, shit. Only to reach the green where slow was an understatement. Wow. The view is nice, but I expect a $90 course to have a $90 view. Very disappointed, exclamation, exclamation point, exclamation point. $90 view? Listeners, if you're wondering what the Russell is talking about, he was confused between the Naval Point's Lynx golf course and the Naval Point's 
uh, Maritime Museum. Oh my God! That's right. Yes, he. Uh, uh, sorry, I misspoke. The Patriot Point Links Golf Course and the Patriot Point Naval Maritime Museum. Two different things, man. Very different. But I think we can all applaud Russell for his extremely witty hyperbole. I mean, Tiger Woods playing on the moon. How ridiculous, Russell. You prankster, you. (laughs) You prankster. Okay. We're keeping it at the Patriots Point Naval and Maritime Museum. This time we're going with the Hodds Wood family. They join in the critiques. Here they are. One star, quote, three years ago, my son was injured by a loose door handle on the destroyer, which hasn't been changed. Word. I guess we didn't complain loud enough. And sad to see, three years later, another try at the tours is still the same. Hmm. Hodswood family, it's a loose door handle, not a functional landmine. Nope. I got. <laughs> I gotta ask, how bad was the injury? I mean, I'm guessing with a loose handle, he either hit himself in the face, he lost an eye, yeah, and, and an arm and some fingers. <laughs> Wait, well, what? I mean, he either hit himself with a handle or he lost his balance. Uh, not really enough to be that displeased. Nope. Lastly, the only reason you went back was to see if the door handle was still loose. Like, I mean, that seems a little bit much. Like, hey, honey, you want to go Patriots Point Naval and Maritime Museum? It's been three years since Hunter hit his head on the door, so figured it'd be a better time than any to go back and check the handle again. What? I wanted to make sure. Get better. Spend your time better, Hodswood family. Spend it by rereading people's reviews. Come on. Sweet. All right. Idiots. Last one from Patriots Point. In Mount Pleasant. Here we go. Joel uh, Polical. Osteen. Joel Polical. Uh, coming in with some strong statements here. Quote, place was horrible. Had the worst experience of my life. Hmm. Never going back. End quote. Okay, Joel. We're going to need you to describe why this was the worst experience yeah, of your Give life. Yeah, come on. Give me some details at least. Because right now I'm visualizing you in this maritime museum looking at some boat models, a submarine, and some torpedoes and being bored. Yes! If that's the worst experience in your life, you have had an awesome life. That's right. If that was the worst. Now, <laughs> if you got like you know, robbed at gunpoint. What? And your car's tires were slashed. Huh? And uh, somebody uh, burned down your house. Wow. That would be the worst experience of your life, and I would That'd understand. That'd be pretty bad. That'd be pretty I bad. would understand. We're going to move on to Independent Seaport Museum in Philadelphia, Justin, where Philly. the USS Bakuna is docked. So Megan V coming in with the hot take here. Here's her quote. Went to a wedding here. My date was a groomsman, and the male director was incredibly rude to me. Yelled at me for no reason, and treated me in a way that guests should never be treated. Hmm. The rotunda is beautiful. Oh. However, if you're having an event, I highly recommend finding somewhere else. 
Clearly, Megan wasn't too concerned with ranking the submarine here. Nope. Um, and who... She was mainly reviewing her experience at this wedding. And, and I gotta admit, who has a wedding at a seaport museum? Maybe they were, uh... I don't know. Naval? Retired naval, naval officers? I don't like know, man. And But... I mean, some a lot of people do have their uh, weddings in museums. That That's a thing? That I yeah you know uh, the comer what comer a lot of people I actually went to a wedding reception there well, it was nice uh, that's where I had uh, some Kobe beef all right well raw well put it on the list of why weddings suck you yes. have to go to museums Dang, that you don't want that's why <laughs> I, I knew you were gonna tie it in <laughs> I knew lastly it. if the rotunda was truly beautiful why wouldn't you recommend having an event there. I mean, yeah, come on! What the heck was that? That was like such a weird, such a weird positive negative. Yeah, I mean, switch. a dazzling rotunda that has some kind of power right there. That has the power to move audiences. Megan, come on! That's right. All right, we're going to H. L. Hunley Submarine that is also docked in Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. Robin Coggins, quote. Tour of the Hunley was a major disappointment of an otherwise great trip to Charleston. First of all, the tour guide could barely be heard if you were standing in the back of the group. Another couple complained about this and were given a tour with another guide who used some kind of amplification in order to be heard. We were given this option, but we decided not to go because we didn't want to spend another hour there. Wait, what? Um, I'm going to be honest, Robin. Can't complain if they give you an option, right? Yeah. They gave you an option. <laughs> you weren't... Beggars can't be choosers. You weren't willing to take another hour. If you weren't willing to take another hour, you weren't really interested in the H.L. Hunley. Nope. Going to be honest. If I went to a Michael Jordan museum and they were like, hey, we're going to give you a way better tour if you wait an hour, I'd be like, I'm there. Yeah. Give me another hour. That's, that's biased, though, because you love him. You want me to camp out for a couple weeks? You got it. I'm here. It's going to happen. Well, How about I mind? Robin Coggins doesn't really love the H.L. Hunley. That's what I'm saying. Nope. Okay? And you can't complain if you're not really in love with the subject of the museum. Okay? That is true. Uh, that is true. Okay, last one. We're going to a sub place right here in Jacksonville, Justin. Hmm. Ooh. Known as Firehouse Subs. Huh? Okay, I went off. Oh. I, 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 you, 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 it's a, this is a weird. I, I went off, I went off on the connection, but it's still a connection, you gotta admit. True, weird segue. Which one did you choose? I chose the one on Atlantic, and uh, we're going with Charles Hirschbull. Charles Hirschbull. Quote, get the sensors ready again. Your employee the toilet seat then left without washing his hands Ew. walked into the bathroom as he was flushing the toilet i literally could not use the bathroom because his fresh <laughs> was all over the <laughs> toilet seat wow descriptive doubt i'll ever go to any firehouse subs again period for shame period 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 hmm. for shame what? i gotta i gotta be honest I don't really have too many complaints about this one. Nope. That was a that was a region, reasonable complaint right there. That was yeah. Especially considering the exquisite use of for shame at the end end for shame for shame. Yeah, I'm, what is for for shame? <laughs>
you got for shame on all of the people working at Firehouse, especially the fella that actually used the bathroom before him. For shame. Yes! Didn't even wash his hands, you sicko. I feel like I gotta tell Charles, though, he's definitely received a lot of subs before this trip to Firehouse. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you gotta make amends with fast food. You're getting a lot of those subs, man. You may not know it, but you're getting That's it. That's right. Just, right. Just accept it. We're going to take a break, Justin. We are going to hear from our friends from the Band of Heathens. Say what? One of the best shows when we had Ed Jurdy on the show. I loved it. That was last January. We're going to try to get them on the show again. I'm going to try it. Their manager probably won't have it after they were like, no, your show was lame. Lame. But it's fine. It's fine, Justin. It's fine. We can still listen to their music. To our listeners in Mississippi and anyone else willing to drive to Mississippi, the Band of Heathens will be at Martin's in Jackson, Mississippi this Friday. Very good show. We're going to hear the guys play Take Me Home Country Roads. Say what? Yeah. Take me home. To the place. That's right. I belong, West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Take me home. That's right. It is their their oh, their new album, A Message from the People, revisited a tribute to Ray Charles, which Ray Charles actually Heck. sang this song in 72. You could say this is a tribute wow. to both Ray Charles and... I feel like I would like that rendition. It's good, man. Let's take a listen right now, right here on the Doc G Show. Come on. Almost heaven, West Virginia. This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. And we are back right here on the Doc G Show. You just heard a little bit of Band of Heathens doing a John Denver slash Ray Charles rendition. Sweet. Their, their version of Take Me Home. I gotta say, I like it. I like the harmonizing. They did a very good job of harmonizing. They did a good job of, I don't know what to say, like popifying the country. Huh? Making the country of John Denver maybe slightly more digestible. Word. And making it a little bit more R&B-ish like Ray Charles. Very nice. Very nice. Justin, I'm telling you, after I saw that sweet submarine up for grabs... I started to get submarines a little stuck on my mind, man. Yes! A little bit stuck on my mind. So, submarines. I figured since we already did a, rev- a Why Would You Review That segment, might as well throw in some hot takes of history. I knew it. I knew it. All right. About submarines. Here we go. Educate me, man. HTH. H-T-H. Of history. Uh, during World War II, L. Ron Hubbard. Do you know who L. Ron Hubbard is, Justin? L. Ron Hubbard. I don't know. Name sounds familiar, name sounds right? Very familiar. It sounds. Hmm. It sounds a lot like Enron. It sounds. It does. Enron, the company Enron. Yeah, a little in in inside trading. Um, 
<laughs> He's the founder of Scientology. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a that's a very controversial. Yeah, very controversial. Right? Yeah. And during World War II, he was a naval officer. Oh. And uh he once claimed that he led a 68-hour battle. And this was definitely the case that it did this this incident went 68 hours against two Japanese submarines which he claimed he definitely sunk beyond a doubt. Wow. Um, the Navy came back an analysis uh, after the fact and later concluded that there were never any submarines in the area. What? What? What was he doing for 68 hours? I have no idea. Nope. It, he just wanted to come back with a cool story. But it's on, it's on record as far as the Navy going back looking... And being like, yeah, yeah, there, there weren't any uh, submarines there. Yeah, you never did this. And and Ron Hubbard was like, no, definitely two, knocked them <laughs> down, got them. Don't worry, sunk them without a doubt. Little embarrassing, little embarrassing. Kind of. H T H. H T H. Of history. Two U.S. nuclear submarines: the USS Scorpion and the USS Thresher. Shout out, wow, shout out to Drake on yeah, his brother. Shout out to Drake. There you go. Wow. Nice, nice, nice. But this is not a good omen. Both of these have sank to the bottom of the ocean and have never been recovered. Why? Why not? Is it, is it a deep, deep, really deep? Very deep. They both are nuclear submarines that have nuclear weapons on them. Wait, what? Gonna be honest. Well, I feel like we uh, should. Get <laughs> yeah, take care of that. You know, gonna be honest, that's a little unsettling. A little unsettling. That's probably you know probably got some nuclear fish and. <laughs> but you know there could be way. This is how the megalodon <laughs> is made. That's there, This is how the mag was. made. There could be worse places for them to be stored, though. I'm gonna be honest. Like you know, yeah. beside my house, for instance, yes! I wouldn't be a beside fan. your beside your sequoia tree. Yeah, I wouldn't be a fan. In your closet, oh. my sequoia would not feel safe. Nor would I. In your fridge. Nor would I. In your food. So two, two. Luckily, we haven't dropped yeah. any more. I, I, I think they've just left those two. There's not any plans of trying to get them back. They're like, well, you know what? It's deep. That's what we think. They're like, it's deep enough. Who cares? H T H. H T freaking H. Takes of history. The submarines H M S Vanguard and uh, Triumphant collided in the Atlantic Ocean in the night between uh, the 3rd and the 4th of February 2009. Wait, what? You know, I've seen um, an article like of two boats colliding. How do you how, how do things like that collide in such a big space? <laughs> well, both were, were nuclear-powered ballistic missile submarines. The uh, yeah. Royal Navy's HMS Vanguard and the French Navy's Triumphant both sustained damage, but no injuries or radioactivity releases were reported. Hmm. At the time of the collision, both vessels were submerged, and according to the UK Ministry of Defense, moving at, quote, a very low speed. Both are equipped with active and passive sonar, although only the latter is used on operational patrol. So, Justin, in case you are wondering... 
um, what the difference is. Active is where they send out sound signals to bounce off and come back to the submarine. Uh. Passive is only receiving other people's signals. So so both of these uh, submarines were only receiving other things, sonar signals. So obviously, since neither were sending out signals, neither knew that the other was there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you. What is the chance out of all the ocean out there and the few number of submarines that circulate these waters. What are the odds that two would run into each other? Right, exactly. And I feel like, you know, submarines don't... I mean, relative to... They don't, they don't move at a very fast pace, so I mean... I mean, I feel like that's like the chances of two people standing at the end of a hallway with like two marbles and throwing them and those two marbles hitting each other. Like, right? it, it's crazy. Crazy! It's very crazy. And, the world is freaking covered seventy percent water. And then, and then out of all the you technology, you would think they'd have some kind of like auto detection by now, you know? Right? Like, hey, incoming, incoming sub. Something, but like it beeps. But I, but I didn't even think about that. You know, with submarines, you gotta have fancy, uh, you know, communication because, like, you know, your your true cell true. signals true and true. whatnot, they can't go down there. Nope. You can't make it down there. So you're hmm. you're sort of cut off from the world, which is another reason why I'm not too interested in, in going submarine. That's right. At least with yeah. a bunch of people in a deep submarine. You know. I mean my it can get dangerous. My own submarine that I'll go looking for mermaids. That's fine. That's fine. Uh HTH. HT freaking H. <laughs> of history. Justin, no U.S. Navy submarine is ever considered lost. If a... Wait, then what are the the ones on the bottom? If it does not return, it is considered to still be on patrol. It is listed as still on patrol. Wow. So those two on the bottom that we can't get are on on patrol, technically. Yeah. I don't know about this one. That's weird. Especially don't know about this one if I worked on a submarine. I mean, I feel like I'd, I start asking questions like, so what it happens if we're lost? You guys you guys come find Do us? Do we keep on working? And they'll be like, <laughs> nah, you'll just be on patrol. That's kind of scary. It's kind of like a, like a Davy Jones locker. Yeah, exactly. Type of thing. It makes me think there are ghost submarines out there on patrol. Don't. I'm scared now. I definitely don't want to come across the ghost submarine. That a no thank Someone you. Someone make a movie. No thank you, man. Well, I mean, Halloween <laughs> is coming up. You got it coming up. Speaking of which, we're on Halloween next week, Justin. We're on Halloween. We are. Yeah. Like right on right Halloween. Right on Halloween. A- right on. Halloween no, special. And here I didn't plan you gonna for it. You going to make it spooky? I don't know. I didn't plan for it. Oh! Spooky is not really Spooky's not really my specialty, you know? Hmm. I feel like Spooky with me would end up like that Nashville haunted house that we talked about last week. Wait, what? Um, Just bad. turned into violence. Turn into bad. Somebody invades the show and oh, dude, and we don't invades know. Our radio we waves. No, we don't need it. We're not even going there, Justin. Nope, Justin. I'm just derailed. Trying to. Make, trying to <laughs> I'm just trying to draw a picture. HTH. Takes of history. Justin, British submarines 
always, when coming back to port, fly the Jolly Roger flag. That's right. What is the Jolly Roger flag? Pirate, my man. Pirate. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, the, the black flag with the skulls with the and the skull and, and the, the crossbones. Bones? Yeah. 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 Whoa. In, okay. In Interesting. In 1900, Admiral Sir Arthur, Sir Arthur Wilson, the first sea lord of the British Royal Navy, Word. stated that submarines were, quote, underhanded, unfair, and un-English. Wow. Dang. And that he would convince <laughs> the British Admiralty to have crews of any enemy submarines captured during wartime and hanged as pirates. Jeez. Jeez. In September 1914, the British submarine HMS E-9 successfully torpedoed the German cruiser SMS Hella. Remembering Wilson's statements, commanding officer Max Horton in instructed his submarines to manufacture a Jolly Roger, which has flown from the submarine as she entered port. Sweet. I've got to say, pretty cool, pretty cool tradition. Pretty cool tradition. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was like, oh yeah, old man. Well, I guess we're pirates. We just sank that ship. Say what do you what? think? <laughs> I've got to say, that's pretty awesome. When I get my submarine from Hammaker and Schlammer, I'm flying a Jolly Roger once I surface. That's a fact. I'm, it's pretty B.A. I'm s pretty B.A. I'm flying it, man. All right, H.T.H. H.T. freaking H. Hot, hot, hot takes of history. Last one here. In August 17th, 1958, the USS Skate circumnavigated the globe in about 50 minutes. Wait, what? Think about that, what? Justin. Circumnavigated that's pretty, the globe. That's that's ar around the world yes. in 50 minutes. The skate was at a... I didn't even know there was like enough... Yeah. Or you, 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 it's not a straight line, right? It's You, you probably have to well, here you go. make some turns here, here and there. Here you go. The skate was at a radius of about two miles from the North Pole at the time. Oh. And the distance to circumnavigate the world was about 12 miles. So there you go. Oh. How creepy does that have to be, though? The USS Skate was under ice in the North Pole. Ew. Like that? Yeah. That I, I don't think I could handle that in the submarine. I'd be like, fellas... Outside right now is water that would almost instantly kill us. And we're <laughs> under ice, man. This is a life or death thing. This is why these things are heralded. And what and and what about those submarines that ran into each other? I don't want to get in any of that nonsense that's up at true. the North Pole. That's true. No, thank you. But I just feel like if that happens, then that's just stupidity on both both sides. Well, they got to get that auto recognition that I was talking about. Yeah, the active, the active. Got to right? get on it, man. Uh. That is HTH. Let's take HTH one more time. For your brain. For your brain, man. Let's take a listen. We are going to take a listen to one of my favorites, uh, Fat Tony, great rapper out of Houston. Um, he has a new album out. Great songs, packed full of great jams. We're actually going to hear rumors off of the new album. Keep it, oh. keep it locked here on the Doc G Show.
She told me all about it, you were with me. I stood outside for an hour, took my ass home. I see you as a coward, took advantage of a friend. I can't even be around you, had to run them out. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. That was Fat Tony right there. Man, busy show, Justin. I think, you know... Pretty busy, man. A lot of submarine talk. I felt like we recaptured a little of our original magic, man. Yes! I think it's always been there, man. Dave's just a really great add-on. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying when it was a duo and when you were concerned that I was an insane person telling you about millennials, I felt like it was back. I felt like we got yeah. it, man. That was it? That was it. it. This is it. It's it's happening All right, right Dave, now. Don't ever so come back. <laughs> no, that's a joke. This is a warning. Burls will take you anytime, of course. Just, ki- just kidding, man. We'd love to have you back. Of course. We know you're busy We're going to have him back storms. next week. Faux show. Faux show. show. Faux show. All right, Justin, you I ready? i that to you. Faux show. Super, super bad. bad. I was about to say, man. He's getting he's getting those recommendations and that's all we'll say. Um What? Birthday suit, Justin. Last one. You ready? Yo, man, I'm always ready. I'm trying to make it three for three. Here we go. Our birthday suit wearer was born October twenty fourth, nineteen ninety six. Man, these are some young birthday suits. Young Bucks, man. Oldest one today, thirty two. Yeah, I usually right. I usually throw in I usually throw in like a sixtier in there or something. Or, or someone that's like way been dead just so happened no oldsters on this birthday no oldsters that i could find but uh 24th 1996 marietta georgia hmm. our birthday suit wear loved basketball from a young age played in high school at joseph wheeler high school in the 6a state championship game our birthday suit wear hit two free throws with 0.6 seconds left to win the game. Say what? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Ice in the veins for this man. Won 59 to 58. If he would only hit one, they would have tied, went to overtime. Who knows what would have happened, but he iced it, man. Wow. He went on to yeah. play for the University of California, Berkeley. Oh, I know it. I know who it is. It's uh, Jalen Brown. Man. My goodness. Coming from just the the school. Nicely done. Yeah. Nice. Yes. No, dude, uh, fun fact for you. I never said hi to him. or said, So this was when I dropped off my... My sister was going to pharmacy school in Vermont. Mm-hmm. We boarded the plane. It was a connecting flight from Vermont to George, to Atlanta yeah. to uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I saw Jalen Brown at the Atlanta airport. Uh, uh, was he on the flight or just going through the airport? No, he was just going through the terminal. Like, I saw him. Because like, I, 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 I followed a lot of high school basketball yeah. just because like, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, that's Jalen Brown. Never got to say hi to him. So this know, was when he was cool. still in high school. Yeah, I want to say they were coming back from the from an Adidas like uh, it was like an invitational yeah. thing where they played on the ship. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. I that. do remember that. Yes, I do. Yes, yeah, yes. I want to say they was coming from that, but six, who knows? But yeah, it's cool. Six seven and a flat top. That guy. That guy. Yeah, man. Still, yeah, he still rocked the flat. He's it, consistent. Look. It's working consistent for him. Look. And apparently, last year in the playoffs, he fasted yes! for unknown reasons. So there you go. Yeah, that's true. In that's 2000, true. maybe I'll have to fast. Maybe so. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna. In 2016, what? he left to go to the NBA. Of course, he was drafted number three overall, Boston Celtics. 
Uh, played the last two seasons with Boston wearing the number seven uh, jersey. I got to be honest, uh, so far the number three spot has worked out very well for the Boston Celtics. I mean, yes. Tatum uh, and Jalen, good, good threes, good threes. That's a good, that's a good, uh, good players right there. Looking man. much better. I, I like watching them. Looking much better than Markel Fultz. Oh. Um, not. I mean, the shot's getting there. It's getting hey, there, but not not to get into basketball without Claude. But I do have to point out. Uh, what a what a fight! What a melee at the Lakers game, right? This right? past weekend. Oh my yeah! God. Now, were you watching that <laughs> real time? Hmm. Yes, I watched that. I had it on uh, the TV, and I was like, "Man, what's going?" I didn't because you know at first they didn't show you the fight. Yeah, they just like shot showed uh, Ingram and Lonzo and yeah. Harden that make court. Yeah, then they were just, "Oh my God!" And they're throwing hands. Yeah. who was it? Mike Breen? Yeah, Mike Breen. <laughs> I was watching it too. I was about to fall asleep. You know, I mean, it was it was a good game, but I was still about to fall asleep. Because it was like one thirty. It was late. And it's a late game. Yeah. It's a very late game. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm like, what? People are fighting? And I got to be honest. Everybody was bad-mouthing Rondo because they're like, he spit in his face. Yeah! First of all, <laughs> it looked like he was more, more trying to say something with emphasis and then some spit and then, in a large and amount came out. Came so out. true. Because, yeah. <laughs> because like, it wasn't like, I mean, I'm pretty sure if Rondo wanted to spit, he could have got way more than that if he wanted to really spit. Like right, if he had made exactly. his decision. That was like a, a exactly. Like that's the sound. Exactly, man. And then, and then you know, on top of it, uh, Chris Chris Paul mushed him in the face. What? Like, what are you gonna Come do on. with a mush? You know, I mean, like, a finger in, like, basically the eye. Like, you're not going to do any push. Like, of course Rondo's going to punch him. I mean, that's, I mean, I feel like Chris Paul should have got at least equal to Rondo. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, turn the other cheek. Turn the other cheek, Paul. Come on now. You are the president of the MBPA. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, I I mean, our listeners understand. They know we like basketball. But Wham. happy birthday to Jalen Brown. Live it up. Happy birthday, The big 2-2. Two, two. Deuce, deuce. Yes. Oh. Have yourself a day. Have yourself a day. Get a Manny Petty. I don't know. Wham. That was all that could come to my or head. Or fast. Or fast. <laughs> Enjoy a day of fasting. Just look at a birthday cake and don't eat it. That's a fact. Any- <laughs> Anyways, Justin, it is about that time to end the show. It has been a doozy. I enjoyed it. How about yourself? Dude, I loved it, man. I loved yes! it. Uh, you, like you said, that uh, that the that char- the charisma from us being a duo was, was bad. Duo magic, man. It's always there. It's like riding a bike. Huh? But until next time... <laughs> A tand a tandem bike. Oh, nice. Okay, who's front? You do you want to be front? Hmm. No, you're the front. I'll you're be the front. The I'll show. be front. I'll put yeah, a. I'll be the back. I'm just here. I'll put a sticker on our reflector. Word. A Doc G sticker. Do it'll be nice. Something like that. We'll we'll nickname our bike the show. Huh? I don't know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Some dude, just the no. We can't have a tandem bike. Why not? Because we Dave's gonna be back. Is there three a tandem three bike? I have no idea. I don't. But tandem for this for this time, yeah. We we'll have derailed, the, but it is so a tandem bike for this time. Until yeah. until next time, I have been your host, Doc G. With me as always, Justin Hype City. 
Oh, jeez. I see. I went back to the old wow. nickname. That's how. Wow. That's how magical that's crazy. it is. Crazy. This is crazy. That's a fact. Anyway, keep it that way. Just keep Justin, it. Justin, Hype City, Evangelist. Sweet. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's ride. Let's ride. Until Let's next ride. week, zip it up and zip it out. So I didn't do this when we were a duo. Should I do it now or what? Yeah. Zippity doo da. Thank you.